0: Well, folks, Jerry Adams here again on the very first day of the year of our Lord, 2022. And uh, just reflecting on New Year resolutions, and New Year resolutions and I are very old friends. And usually at the end of the old year, I muse about what I need to commit myself to for the new year, and this year the pandemic, well, it cut down on the options. Going to the gym isn't on. Taking up senior hurling or football, same problem. Stopping the drink, well, maybe, but as I'm fairly sober most of the time, it would be going too far not to have a wee jock every so often for medicinal purposes. Being a better person, that's a a daily effort. Staying out of trouble, impossible. Giving up Twitter, uh, well, maybe. Being more serious all the time. Acting my age, nah. To paraphrase Goldman, Emma Goldman that is, if I contact the Egypt, I don't want to be part of the revolution. So my New Year resolution this year is not to make a New Year resolution. I remember once making a New Year resolution to stop smoking. I used to smoke a lot. So did most people. How stupid we were. I smoked everything that was legal. Cigarettes, cigars, the pipe. I used to give them up all the time. I got very good at it. Then I would lapse again. Around this time children got a lot of education about the perils of smoking. They included our oldest lad Goroid. He became an anti-smoking zealot. He would return from school on a daily basis with some new data of the health hazards of nicotine and harangue me and his mother about our bad habits. Eventually he got through to me, and one year, New Year's Eve, I made a resolution to quit smoking. So I did. Groyd was proud of me. This was before he reached the juvenile sceptical phase that most young boys go through with their fathers. So I was chuffed. And I was also in a morally superior position, in contrast to a still-smoking mother. And that's a rare and unique position for any mere man. Then I broke. I used to sneak a wee puff every so often. I didn't tell anyone. I secreted my touchy knee and when no one was about I indulged myself. My New Year resolution was kaput. I took to go into the bathroom for a quiet smoke. One day I was seated there on the throne with my trousers around my ankles popping contentedly away but I had neglected to lock the toilet door. Suddenly it burst open as our oldest lad diced in to relieve himself. I was caught. The look of disbelief and disappointment on his face as he spied the fag in my gub cut me to the quick. He fled before I could say anything. I was ashamed of myself. i let him down. I flushed my cigarette away. That was the last time I smoked. So make New Year's resolutions... If that's your wish, it can't do any harm. But I'm with uh, Beckett. If you fail, no matter. Fail again. Fail better. Also, just in the run into Christmas, I noticed in the media coverage that an estimated 3,000 women and men began queuing in the cold and dark of a bleak December morning outside the Capuchin, Day Centre in Ballioclea and for years now the centre has provided food parcels for the homeless, the unemployed and the low paid. This year the demand was so great that instead they gave to the thousands who turned up a 50 euro voucher for food and clothes. In Belfast food banks were running low and the local community organisations including Sinn Féin provided food parcels and support for those in need. The demand was greater than the supply. Other charities provide different and unique services for those with disabilities or mental health or medical issues, or they support our elderly. Thousands of volunteers are the backbone of all these charities and they deserve our thanks for the work they do. For most of them, their work isn't just around Christmas. It's all year round so we'll mm-hmm. have Captain Jack Doyle and Sean O'Casey's Juno and the Peacock has a word for it. Chassis. He says, I'm telling you, Jackster, the whole world's in a terrible state of chassis. So whether it's chassis or chaos or just plain shambles. 2022 begins with the DUP leader, Jeffrey Donaldson, renewing his threat to pull down the political institutions and also with an appeal by him that there should be no more talk about Irish unity. Now, the DUP demanded the protocol, which is the least worst option for protecting jobs and businesses in the north. The DUP demanded it must go. And I've lost the count of how many times Geoffrey has threatened to pull down the institutions. And he bases this uh, baggage on his assertion that the people of Northern Ireland demand it. And of course, the truth is they don't. The majority voted against Brexit, all the other parties to the executive are against pulling the institutions down. But the DUP seems intent on whipping up a crisis intended to help them in an upcoming election battle. At the same time, their erstwhile ally, Boris Johnson, who they lauded and fawned over and who negotiated the said protocol, he's his own troubles. And chassis is a good word to describe his multiple crises. So where to begin with all that? there's the Slea scandal over money for lobbying, which saw Owen Patterson, a former appalling Secretary of State for the North, he was forced to resign. And I never had much time for him anyway, but that's beside the point. The Tories then lost in spectacular fights in the seat they had held in North Shropshire. it's hard to say that, for 200 years. And then there are the Downing Street parties. While everyone else was in lockdown because of COVID, Johnson's minions were partying it up in number 10 and their press people were caught on camera joking about it. Brexit too, which brought Johnson to power just two years ago with a whopping 800, Gumbel 80 seat majority has turned on him. The British economy is not doing well. There's still no US trade deal. And the backs Minister David Frost resigned from the Cabinet just a few weeks ago. And to top it all, British Labour is ahead in the polls for the first time in years. So in a time of is what we need are cool heads and thoughtful responses to events as they unfold. Contrary to Jeffrey Donaldson's appeal, 2022 will be an opportunity for United Ireland to talk even more of our alternative vision for the island of Ireland and to win new converts to proposals for the Irish government to set up a Citizens' Assembly and the Unity Referendum. 2021 saw important progress on all this, so let's keep going. Jane. And for anyone who has uh, book tokens, book vouchers or who's given them to friends and family or even if you don't have, I'm just thinking of some excellent books available just recently produced, written by a broadly Republican and from a progressive perspective. And it's certain wonder the British government is setting up an official revisionist history, my yeah. Uh, me they're too late. So there are lots of books, and these are chosen at random, mostly on the basis that they were just published over the last month or so. And they're available through com. And on Ashog fifty five Falls Road www. dot dot IE are good bookshops anywhere. So in no particular order of preference Time Shadows a prison memoir by Lawrence McKeon six thousand days by Jim Jazz McCann On Dangerous Ground a memoir of the Irish Revolution by Maura Comerford edited by Hilary Dully, Ireland Colonialism and the Unfinished Revolution by Robbie McVeigh and Bill Rolson Inside and Out, A Book of Poetry by Jerry Kelly, Plod by Owen McCormick, T V Stee by Jake McShackish and No Ordinary Women by Sinead McCool. So Sinead, I heard or a do here you are ta let's go earth we waisha givesha and we welcome in this new year with the specials on freedom highway Turn around Made up my mind And I won't turn around There is just one thing I don't understand Why some folks think that freedom Is not for everyone March The freedom highway March Each and every day Meet up my mind And I won't turn around There is just one thing March. I don't understand March. Why some folks think that freedom Is not for everyone March The Freedom Highway March Each and every day